Come on. Yeah. Come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing what did God's law teach you about yourself? Knowledge is life according to God's word. Uh We are back live in the PNT podcast studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guys guessed it. You're always on top of it. We're going to talk about knowledge. So let's look at the world and the biblical meaning of learn. Gain or acquire knowledge of or a skill in something by study, experience, or being taught. We can find this biblically in Galatians 3 and 2. I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Powerful, powerful, powerful. Because you know what? Knowledge is power. Everything about knowing and understanding is the key to success in life. You know, I, I didn't mention this scripture, but I, I remember a story in the Bible about Solomon. God asked him could he, if he could have one thing, what would it be? And he said, wisdom. He could have chose anything, but he said wisdom. You know why I think he chose wisdom? Because if he knew a lot, he can do a lot. And even if it had to do with money, he can earn a lot because of what he knew. I tell you, we should be more like Solomon. We should always seek after God's knowledge. But I know that that question was loaded in Galatians 3 that I read. It was a loaded question, but it's a valid question. Once you've given your life to Christ, I'm hoping you did that based on the word of truth, not on your action, you getting up, you thinking you had to do something. It was your faith in the truth that you heard that drew you to Christ that you went down to that altar or whatever you may have done, and you gave your life to Christ. Not because of what you've done, because we are sin-filled. We, we are unworthy of it. That's why he had to go to the cross. Living under the law served two purposes. Well, one very important one, and one that I think is equally as important. Okay, let me, let me get that out there. One that, that there's a purpose that God had for the law, and there's another purpose, I think, also was something that God was trying to do with the law. So the second one is on me, but the first one is on God. The first was to reveal our sin to us. It was God's way of showing us the sin that we had. See, that law was set there to say, hey, do these things and you'll be in line with my word. If you don't do these things, then it just reveals who you really are. See, the revelation of our birth nature that was in opposition required God to show us who we really are despite what we believed. Think about this. No one thinks they are as bad as other people say we are. We think we're the best thing since sliced cheese. We think we are little angels. We think we just, we're just living it up for God, and, and we don't see anything, anything wrong that we do, and we don't see the nature that was born in us that, that we had to be cleansed of by His Son, Jesus Christ. No one wants to admit their true nature. Let's just face it. 
It took the law of God and the Son of God to reveal our need for saving us from sin. Let me jump to the second. God's law was put in place to protect us from ourselves when we didn't even know we needed protecting. This is no different than rules you have in school, at home, or on the highways. And wherever you go, there will always be rules. Even when you go out to eat, when you go to the movies, when you go hang out with your friends, whatever you're doing, there are rules in place to protect us. Okay, let me get back to number one because that is the main reason why the, the law was in place. Let's, let's, let's dive really into it. Without our recognition of our sin, there will be no need for Christ. Let me say that again. Without our recognition or God revealing our sin to us through the law, there will be no need for Christ because we're, we're perfect. The perfect person, so they think they are, has no need for God and what he has to offer because in that state, we haven't learned that we need God to change us, to save us, and to give us his gift of eternal life. As perfect people, we can't see it. Let me share Matthew 19, 16, and 22 with you. It'll be more apparent to you when I read it to you. Just then a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life or have eternal life, keep the commandments. Which ones? He inquired. Jesus replied, You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and your mother and love your neighbors as yourself. All these I have kept. The young man said, what do I still lack? Jesus answered, if you want to be perfect, go sell all your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. <laughs> I want you to think about that. In the beginning of the verse, he was just a man. By the end of the verse, he was a young man. That's why this is so important to you, my young, loyal listeners. It is in this state at your age when you're young, you think you have it all together. You, you have it all figured out. You have it all mapped out. You're going to do all these things. I'm going to follow these rules, these commandments, and all these things, and I'm going to have all this wealth. Only to find out that you have to give it all away and follow Jesus to have true wealth. Here we find a man that could be a representative of us asking about eternal life. He admits to Christ he has followed all of God's commandments in the law. This man learned, I'm sure at, at an early age, to keep the law because it was the right thing to do. But it wasn't enough to get him in heaven or give him eternal life. Jesus saw in that moment a man, a woman, who was basically trying to work their way to heaven by doing good deeds. That is not how we do it. Said another way, you can't do anything for a gift. If you have to work for it, then it's not a gift. Jesus offered him something greater than money and his worldly possessions, the gift of life and ability to change lives. Yes, he did that when he said, come follow me. Instead, the young person, the young man, walked away from life in favor of a temporary 
happiness filled with pain and heartache. Why would he choose that? Oh my God, my young loyal listeners, I hope that is not you. So let me pray for you right now. Father God, I come to you right now with a humble heart, asking you that you asking that you remove all sin, thought, deed, or action in my mind and my body, Lord God, that I may come boldly through to your throne to pray for my young loyal listeners, oh God. Actually, they're young your young loyal listeners, oh God. Have your way in their life. Reveal to them, Lord God. Teach to them, teach to them, Lord God. Teach them your ways that they may understand that there's only way into heaven, and that is through your son Jesus Christ. I pray this right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Have your way in their lives. Amen. In summary, the importance of knowing that God is the best teacher of life. I will close with this and a quote. When we learn the truth, accept it at face value. I'm talking about that truth when we came into the full knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We learned that God loved us more than we loved ourselves by trading his son's life for ours. The greater your knowledge of the goodness and grace of God on your life, the more likely you are to praise Him in the storm. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennett's. A real talk what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.